Hey there, it's Amy McDonald here, yoga business coach. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast, where we talk all things yoga nerdy and yoga business. If you are looking to grow your yoga beers this year, please check out my signature program that is enrolling now. Think of it as the teacher training for your yoga business. amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. Now on to today's podcast. Hey everyone, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Weekly Call, the podcast that happens pretty much every week. It won't be happening while I'm on retreat in Thailand. Bums, but good things are going to be coming nonetheless. Today we're going to be talking about three really powerful questions that I posed to my mastermind group yesterday uh, for their first call for 2019. So one of the things that we'd like to do there in the Keep Growing Mastermind is to, uh, at the beginning of our sort of time together, get really clear on what our uh, business intentions are and create ourselves a bit of a business plan. And so that's what we did in our first call. And we took about two hours to get there. I'm going to share with you today the like little pity piece, which I think could be really helpful for you. And it's not business planning as you would normally uh, consider it. And let's face it, if you've been um, in this community and listening to my podcast for any period of time so far, you'll appreciate that actually uh, I'm not a huge fan of doing standard business practices. You know, we would all go have jobs that involved uh, pencil skirts and pumps. Is that still a thing? That's how long I've been out of corporate. If that was the case or suits, whatever. So I'm going to be uh, sharing with you three questions that I really think if you ask yourself these questions and give yourself the time to sit with the answers, they will be of deep benefit to you. But before we get to that, I do have some super exciting and special announcements. The first one, holy catfish Batman. I'm so excited about this. So you may know that my signature program is called Growing Your Yoga Business. It's a six month business training program. And before you go like, actually it's awesome because it's all about yoga teachers. It's made by me, a yoga teacher who doesn't really like like death by PowerPoint and sticky note decision-making and all of that stuff. Having done that for some time in a previous life. Uh, it, and it's, it's a combination of nuts and bolts, do this, build that, charge this, you know, here's your terms and conditions all of those good things, and also the mindset pieces, thinking about things differently, considering how you're in service when you're being a yoga business owner, um, looking at money and if you still have any like uh, grunties about being spiritual and being prosperous, lots of mindset, lots of nuts and bolts, beautifully spread over a six-month period and access to a seriously cool group of other yoga teachers. There is a list right there on my office wall that has all of the names of all of the very cool people who have already signed up. Check it out at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash grow your yoga beats. Now, what's really cool about all of this is that right now I have a seriously awesome bonus. It is the seriously awesomest bonus that is going to be available during this intake for GYYB, and it's this. When you sign up before the 20th of January for the Growing Your Yoga Beats program, you'll also receive a three-hour coaching intensive with me. Yes. That's three hours of coaching time. If you wanted to buy it, it would cost you a grand, but you get it for free uh, as a bonus when you sign up for GYYB before the 20th of January. So head over to the sales page. I gave you the wrong URL just now. The actual correct URL is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. Very cool program. I love it. 
go look at the page and you'll see that, you know, there's truckloads of other people who have done it. They love it too. So it's not just me. It's going to be awesome. That's announcement number one. Announcement number two, the abundant yoga teacher immersions that are happening around Australia are filling up. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, don't wait. Uh, Cause I'd hate for you to miss out. We, um, you know, when we were booking the venues, my, um, my team with, uh, fabulous team was doing all of the uh you know logistics because i suck at that and dunder pranam to anybody listening or watching that has some kind of a job that involves scheduling or rosters or events management like that is some serious tapasya it is not my bag at all fortunately i have amazing people that help me do that well anyway so we were having this conversation about what sorts of venues did i want to book for the uh, immersion. So these are like one day uh, trainings with me. And for this summer, Australian summer, I'm going to be um, bobbing around Australia and hanging out with very cool people. And Laura, uh, my community manager, she said, well, you know, some of the venues, they don't, they sort of only hold like 12 students. And you can imagine if, again, if you're a regular listener, I'm like, wow, we can have three people to a mat. What are you talking about? We'll be fine. But for real, uh, if you are coming to those emotions, please book your tickets soon because I don't want you to miss out and I'm not going to sit like three people to a mat. So I'm just, you know. I would love to know if you're here with me live today, um, do, you, do you teach classes or are you part of classes where there is that sort of awkwardness about you know, that, that territory thing that happens with sticky mats. I think Anusara was great for this because it just totally broke it down. You know, at the start of class, everyone would, would, would come in and sit up the front with the teacher on everyone else's mats and you would chant the invocation. It was great. My teacher, he has this great phrase. He always says, come over, come watch, come over, come watch. So you're moving around other people's mats and there's not this like, don't step on, that's my mat. And like, I don't want your like feet on my, I don't want your mat. I don't know. I want to know anyone who's here with me live. Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? This sort of territory that happens with the sticky mat. It's like, this is my sovereign state and no one else can walk on it. I'm always, cause I have the very good fortune to get to go to yoga classes all over the place. I'm very mindful of that. When I go into a new studio, what's the jam here? Is it whatever, you know, have at it or is it step over the mats? If you have to go somewhere curious, so long story short, if you're coming to hang out with me for a day in, where are we going? We're going to Melbourne, Perth, Sydney, Brisbane, and Canberra. Uh, if you're going to be joining me at any of those places, get your tickets. Uh, I don't want you to miss out because, um, yeah, there. Uh, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash yoga teacher immersions for that one. Two public service announcements for today. So back to the topic at hand, what are the maha questions that I think are going to be really useful for you in your business this year? You know, um, I'm kind of a little bit conflicted about um, new year, new you versus new year, same awesome you. Um, you know, do we all get a little bit too caught up and, and preoccupied with making radical changes at this time of year and are we setting ourselves up for success or failure i'm not sure weigh in folks if you're here with me live what you think about this um but what i what i know from me personally is that in fact the beginning of a new year does spark something in me and i am looking to do things differently and i am looking to i do measure my life i guess uh calendar year to calendar year to a degree 
like I do also, I guess, with my birthday-ish. Um, and, and so it, for me personally, it does make a useful marker to have that point of reflection. Also, I think in Australia, you know, and, and coming from corporate where the place that I used to work like locked everybody out between uh, Boxing Day and, and uh, the 2nd of January, or sorry, between Christmas Eve and the 2nd of January, like you weren't allowed to work. I'm, I'm sort of accustomed to having this little bit of time in between, which I've been talking about on the podcast is like the kumbaka, right? Like the pause, the breath retention between the inhalation and the exhalation of the previous and the coming year. So I do think that there is benefit in taking pause and reflecting where we're at. Now, whether that happens to be at the beginning or the end of a calendar year for you or some other time, who cares? You know, maybe Diwali is your time. Maybe your birthday is your time. Maybe there's some other milestone that makes sense for you. Maybe you're a every three months person. But definitely I do believe that there is benefit in stopping and taking some yoga business svadhyaya, self-reflection, introspection, looking at how things are going and deciding if things need changing or not. And so that is, there. essentially that's the premise for the three questions that I'm going to share with you today. Greg says, the guys aren't so territorial about mats, but they tend to set up as far away from me as possible. Oh, I know that one, Greg right? Yeah. The, I've got like the bad boys in my class. They're like always in the back row. Fellas, come on down. Yeah. I totally, I totally know what you mean. I wonder what do you think? Maybe it's, you think it's the ladies that are a bit more get off my space. I don't know. It's an interesting phenomenon. Maybe there's someone must've done some kind of spoof YouTube video on it. I'd like to know more. It's, like tag me on something on social media. If you know, if there's, if someone's done a good gag, uh, gag reel about mat territories. Okay, so um, again, coming back to this idea of whether it's the start of the year or not for you, and I, I wouldn't be prescriptive about that. You know yourself and how you work better. For me, the start of the year is a good time. Taking time for business svadhyaya, I think, is really, really powerful. You know, it's, it's, there's a reason that svadhyaya is a part of our practice, whether you're a raja yoga, eight limb sort of situation or not. If you're tantrika like me, whatever, there is benefit in, in business self-reflection. So let's just all agree that you can listen to this podcast and do these questions at the time that feels right to you. For me, it's now. And for the people in the Keep Growing Mastermind, it's now. And for everybody who's enrolling in growing your yoga business, it's now. And probably everyone who's coming on retreat, it's now. It's quite a good time, I think. If you look at the professional development industry, um, that's the personal development industry and sort of self-improvement, these sorts of spaces where there are lots of amazing, powerful teachers looking at, um, you know, uh, uh, personal advancement, looking at uh, making changes, looking at, you know, being your best self, uh, looking at high performance, these sorts of phrases. One of the common teachings that I really appreciate in that space is the importance of recognising that in order to conduct yourself differently, you can't actually do that in the state that created your current reality. So, for example, um, I uh, so for example, the year that I had in business, twenty eighteen, great, great, enjoyed myself, met great people, got to serve in a way that was meaningful to me, got to spread yoga like a virus. Excellent, my dharma, loving it. Um, and I was able to create that year in my business because of who I was at that time. Hey, Susan, good to see you here. I've got a question for you, Susan. Actually, I've got to remember to ask it. Um, and so 
And so in looking to do things differently in 2019, and I absolutely do want to do things differently in 2019, there are important changes that I'm looking to make and I'm really excited about them, new projects that, um, that I'll be sharing with you all over the, over the year, um, different amounts of time I want to invest in my business. I'm looking to actually start uh, another business as well as this one. So there's some really exciting things that are coming up for me in 2019. And what I know is this Amy created 2018's year of business and to create something new and fresh and different that's going to be require more of me and is going to really uh, attune to my current passions and is going to stretch me in a way that feels really satisfying, I need to become different but I can't create a future with this version of myself. Type me some comments if this is kind of making sense. I don't normally get this new age and esoteric on the podcast, but it's January. I'm about to go to Thailand. We're going to have a great time. Danny's already there eating pad thai for my whole community. Love it. Catherine says, yes, it makes sense. Awesome. So we need to, um, we need to assume the version of ourselves that is the person that is going to be able to call in the reality that we're seeking to create. So that looks like, part of it looks like the nuts and bolts stuff. Are you actually displaying the habits of the sort of, of the person that you know you need to be, hint, closer to your true nature, to manifest that reality or not? At the gym today, talking to the owner of the gym that I go to. And I was just like miserable about, we've been coming here for six months and I've been doing all of this stuff and nothing's changing. Um, you know, it, it, it's that thing of if you keep doing the same thing and you're not, you know, it's, it, and it's not bearing the fruits that you're looking for, maybe you need to do something differently. And this, it's the same right now at this point in time. If you, are, if you know that you're set for something else, like Greg, blowing it up in his business in 2019. And so the Greg that does that is different from the Greg that made the reality of 2018. Very different. You have to be a different person. Some of it is habits, behavior, stuff that you actually do. You know, do you need to, I don't know, what do people do? Like what are people, what, here's what people do now. They quit sugar. They quit smoking. They go on like a, uh, was it Feb fast? Like all of those sorts of things. Do you need to uh, get out your journal and start using it again? Do you need to recommit to your daily meditation practice? Get back on the goddamn cushion. Um, are you signing up for yoga classes? Now, maybe it's not just your students. Maybe you're getting back on it. My teacher has just launched a new online classes platform. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I don't know. what. What is it? These sorts of... Uh, externally focused changes. And at the same time, in order to be the version of you that is capable of creating a reality that you desire, there needs to be, there needs to be the inner work as well. And this is, again, where it gets a little bit esoteric and woo-woo, but I know that at least half of y'all are more woo-woo than I am, so I'm going to go for it. Um, so this is the part about how you feel about yourself, what you think about yourself. This is about your self-talk and what you and how you're choosing to show up energetically in any given moment. Um, 
What is it that needs to shift internally in order for you to be the version of yourself that is now set and ready to go create the reality that you're looking for uh, in 2019? Whether that's, you know, this applies across your business, but all facets of your life, um, you know, your, your relationships, your finances, your business, your family life, your home, whatever it is that you're seeking to change, we need to look at at the external level, what are the habits, what are the behaviors, what is the shit that you are doing that is getting in your way and you know it? Or what is the what are the things that you have never done before, but maybe you would like to start doing because you will need to in order to be that person. So maybe that's um, you know, get yourself some new training, sign up for GYYB. Maybe that's uh um, I don't know, uh uh change your diet. Maybe that is hire a personal trainer. Maybe that is buy yourself a truckload of books and actually commit to reading them. That was an overshare of my own life in case you couldn't uh, see through it. Uh, you know, but, you know, there's that external stuff and then there's the internal stuff as well. How do you need to think differently about yourself? And this is so, we were talking again, we were talking about this with the women in the Keep Growing Mastermind on uh, yesterday about how the inner work can actually uh, sort of bleed through the surface, how you can start to actually identify it. And the most obvious way is in the language that you choose to talk about yourself. So if I, before we even get into the questions, and I will get there, I promise, the, I really, really lovingly invite all of you Hello, everyone on Apple Podcasts. I'd lovingly invite all of you to become more mindful at this time about how you are talking about yourself because that is an immediate demonstration of what's going on on the inside. What's your mindset? What do you believe about yourself? What's actually going on? Here we go, folks. It's the podcast. It's coming. Here's my dating analogy for this week. So I'm dating this guy who's got the self-talk of like Amy circa 2002, AKA terrible. And now uh, every time he does it, I just send him like the face palm emoji. I don't want to change this guy, but face palm, I mean, seriously. So maybe you need to start face palming yourself. Don't do it to your friends. It'll just piss them off. You know, um, Robert Townsend Stevens teaches very well on this. It's not your job to change anybody, but start to notice your self-talk. If you are saying things like, oh, I don't really know how to do Facebook ads or I spent a bunch of money on getting postcards printed in the past and I didn't do anything or my Wednesdays have always been a bit slow and I'm just going to be okay with that this year or um, I'd like to do a retreat but I don't have enough people in my community so I'm not going to bother or I'd really love to do GYYB but it feels a bit expensive for me. All of that sort of stuff, maybe it's even how it shows up on the map. You know, maybe have you taken yourself out of the game with a certain type of arsenal? Maybe 2019 is going to be the year that you crush it with arm balances. But if you're like, you know what, I've never really been, I'm always frightened of falling on my face in Vakasana. So I just kind of, I like to sit that one out. I do that one supine. You know, self-talk is so, so, so important. So start to become more mindful of that because it is how, it's like the, um, Canary in the cage, maybe about 
what you actually believe about yourself. And if you believe that maybe you can't fill up your classes, maybe you are shit at Facebook ads, maybe your postcards just all got thrown in the bin by everybody who got one. Maybe you, if you believe that, I don't know, what did that woman say to me once? You're always going to suffocate on your breasts in shoulder stands. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, whatever it is, if you, if you are saying that stuff and you believe it about yourself, and if you believe it about yourself right now, how the heck are you going to get to that 2019 that you are so excited about calling in and making a reality and to ground truth this, let's remember one thing that you having a wildly abundant, prosperous, uh, successful, radically fulfilling business is in deep service to the people who come to your classes. Obviously, because of the benefits of yoga, none of us here need convincing that yoga equals awesome. But also because in being someone's yoga teacher, if you want it or not, when you choose to be someone's yoga teacher, you are actually creating a power differential whereby they see you as an authority. Now, if it's anything like my classes, it's like like half a centimeter step onto that platform but still there is a differential there and so people still will be looking to you as some kind of leader in their lives so if you are healthy if you are well if you are positive when you engage with people if you talk about yourself with healthy self-esteem and with a possibility mindset you're modeling that behavior for people who are looking up to you, one of the things we were talking about in the Keep Growing Mastermind, one of the things that one of my mentors has been talking about in uh, 2019 is, for in 2019, what do you want to be an example of? This is a really powerful question for us. Like, we're not all just sitting in a cubicle, um, I don't know, like punching data into a computer. Danda Pranam to everybody who has that job. I would suck at it. But, you know, we're actually interacting with people, whether you're like crushing it on Facebook lives like Greg is, doing podcasts like I am, taking people hiking like Susan is or hanging out with people's kids or whatever it is that you're doing, just showing up and teaching your classes, you are in contact with people and they are um, looking to you as at least in part some kind of authority in their lives. So you have this role model status, whether you like it or not, whether you sign up to become a yoga teacher or not, you have it. And I think that is an incredible blessing. Aren't we fortunate to, to have that sort of responsibility? But also I really feel it can compel us to stay true to those changes that we desire for ourselves. It can compel us to, it's almost like some external accountability to help you Stay in that vibration of the person you desire to be in 2019 in order to call in the changes that you're looking for in your life and your business. Jody says, if you always do what you've done, you'll always get what you've got. Jody, if you were in charge of this podcast, it would go for like four and a half minutes. Way to be succinct, honey. Jody writes the, I don't know what, Jody writes like, the Shiva Sutras, Amy writes the Mahabharat. Like, I can't do concise. Thanks, Jody, for being so beautifully eloquent and clear. I really appreciate that. I'm going to quote it again. If you always do what you've done, you'll always get what you've got. Right? Thanks, Jody. Like, amazing. Slice right through the ghee. Love it. 
So Jody's point, which is much clearer than mine, we did, we, we do what we did and we got 2018. And now we were looking for something else. So we have to be different. So without further ado, because <laughs> we've had just 25 minutes of ado, <laughs> here's the questions. Here's the Maha questions. Maha, the big, the massive, the most important. Here's the Maha questions. So I would love it if you are here with me live, like journal on this, actually write this down. I'm going to, believe it or not, stop talking for a moment between each one so that you can do that. And you might even like to type them into the chat if you feel like sharing them. If you don't want me to read them out, don't type them into the chat. All right, so here we go. These are all inner working questions. So these are all, the, these three Maha questions, these three big questions are um, how you will do what Jody has suggested, how you will identify what needs changing in you, mindset, belief system, attitude, um, what needs changing in, the, in your inner realm, in the, in the sort of the microcosm of you, in order to be the person that is capable of achieving the results that you desire in 2019. Now, if anybody thinks, if you're new to the podcast and you think, what the hell, Amy has gone all secret, the secret on me, I thought this was a yoga podcast, go reread or re-listen to Paramahamsa Yogananda's Autobiography of a Yogi because he teaches so beautifully on, he doesn't call it the law of attraction. Um, I don't know what he calls it something that sounds probably that got thy in it because <laughs> he spoke weird. He wrote weird. Uh, anyway, go reread that. If you want like the yogi version of the secret, I think that Paramahamsa Yogananda's autobiography of a yogi is the easiest way to get it. There's also kind of fun anecdotes about gurus and you know, Amy likes those. Here we go. Question number one, in order to, Achieve the results that you are looking for in your life and business in 2019. What, and remember, we're talking about inner realm. What do you need to dissolve? Or what do you need to release? Or what do you need to let go of? So again, this is inner realm. It's not like scrubbing stains off your sticky mats dissolve. Inner, inner realm. What do you need to dissolve? And I've chosen the word dissolve on purpose because I being a coach, being trained in the coaching industry, I believe one of the greatest boons of coaching is that you get to decide in an instant to be different. So we don't need to make this harder than it already is. We can just choose that I'm no longer going to believe this particular thing. I'm no longer going to believe that I'm not able to do Facebook ads. I'm no longer going to believe that I don't know how to write the about page on my website. I'm no longer going to believe that I'm the sort of person that's never going to be any good at arm balances or whatever it is for you. You get to just dissolve it without any big fuss or like drama and years of therapy. You can just choose differently. So I've chosen the word dissolve intentionally because I want whatever it is that you know you need to let go of in 2019, I want you to let yourself, let it be easy. I think for yogis, sometimes we can think like tapasya, you know, the first ever yogis out there in the forest, you know, the first pose, yoga pose that was ever invented was called the bat. Did you know this? 
Did you know this? This is like nerd alert. Carlos Palmeida taught me this. The first yoga asana, Carlos says, that was ever invented was called the bat. You want to know what the bat was? Hanging upside down in a tree for like as much of your life as you could without stopping. As a way to show that you are overcoming, you know, this meat suit. Can you believe it? Imagine if you talk, okay, everyone, today we're doing the first pose ever of yoga. Let's head outside, find yourself a tree, hang upside down. Imagine the public liability insurance for that shit, people. It doesn't have to be hard is my point. You can choose to let go of something just like you can take Shavasana. It gets to be easy. So question number one, type away if you want to share, is what do you need to dissolve? belief, conditioning, thought process. What is it in you that needs dissolving? And I'll tell you one of mine, um, because it's only fair, right? One of mine that, man, this is just going against my own teaching because this one has not been easy to dissolve. But something for me that needs dissolving is this conditioning that I still have, and I've been doing this yoga business full-time for three and a bit years now, but I still, there is still residual conditioning in me from my corporate days, 20 years of that, that you need to work hard every day, all day, every day. And if I'm not working at least eight hours, I'm somehow being lazy. Now I thought I'd kick that, but it's still kind of hanging around. I was, I caught myself uh, getting back from the gym, I caught myself thinking, I was doing the math. Have I done enough time? Like how much more hours do I need to do today to be like a good bit? Come on. So I'm dissolving that in 2019, that belief. And eh. so 2018 and before leaving it behind dissolved. Catherine says, I am not good enough, fit enough, yogi enough to teach and share my love and passion for yoga. Oh, that old chestnut. Could you get something original? Isn't it amazing that we do this stuff? I hear this one all the time. Sorry, I've got ticklish nose, folks. And it breaks my heart, you know. Oh, gosh, it breaks my heart. Have added all of those beautiful 20-something former dancer, you know, have at it. We love them. But jeeps, do our people need to see, like, real folks? doing yoga not that those fabulous people aren't real folks as well but all the different types of real folks yeah it's a heartbreaker but don't you think it's interesting with these beliefs because intellectually like you know we get that that's ding dong stupid like i know amy what are you talking about you're gonna make more money or serve more people just because you're actually kidding yourself by sitting at your desk but you're really just looking at other people's instagram like that's not work i know this but the belief is still in there great Catherine. i love it High five, Jai five. We're dropping our stupid beliefs that don't serve us intellectually. We know they're ding dong stupid, and now we get to just say, "Okay, enough. I'm done." Yeah, love it. Love. Next one. That was what do I need to dissolve? Next one. What do I need to reframe? What do I need to reframe? So this is uh, reframing, nerdy coaching jargon word, but essentially it's about okay. There's this thing. And rather than thinking about it like this, I'm going to start to think about it like that. And if you're new to it, it can feel a bit cheesy. I remember when I first started working with my coach in like 2015 and 
because I was still at my corporate job. And so the only time that would work for us was 6am my time. And so we'd always have our coaching sessions and I'd still be in bed and thank it was Skype audio folks. Don't freak out. And you know, he'd ring me and he'd say, how are you? And I'd say, yeah, I'm all right. And I'd say, how are you? And he'd say, I'm awesome. And he's full out, you know, I'm awesome. And I'd just think, oh, what a dickhead. And then I started to think, but when he says that, I feel like such a downer. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm fine. And so over time, I wouldn't often say I'm awesome, but because I'm Australian, we're understated. Fuck that. But I might say I'm great. You know, you guys, my clients, if you ask me how I am I on the phone, I'm like, I'm great. That's a reframe. Actually, life is exactly the same, but I'm choosing to go for great instead of meh. You know, you know you have these people in your life that um, got to have at the negative. Like some people in my family that I caught up with over Christmas, bushfires in their town. Their house didn't burn down. Everyone else's house gone. There's island of safety. Why? I don't know. Divine intervention. Brahma just went, mm, nope. Agni, that one, that one, that one, but not that one. Why not? Leela. But to hear them talk about it, they're like, oh, we feel so guilty that our house didn't burn down. Or oh, we feel terrible. We feel so bad because our house didn't burn down. Now I get the sentiment of we've got so much compassion and we really feel for everyone whose house burnt down. That must be terrible for them. Yes, compassion, right? We love compassion in yoga. But like beating yourself up because of your own good fortune, that's weird. So here's reframing. Actually, oh my God, we're so blessed. I feel so grateful that our house was spared. And we have compassion for all of the people who lost their homes, of course. And this is what we're doing to help them. So reframing, what is it that you're thinking about that actually needs tweaking? Are you, are you actually, um, this is one that comes up commonly, you know, is there a thought pattern that's saying, I don't think I'm going to be able to fill up that yin class. And does that thought pattern need to be quickly reframed into the right people are coming to my yin class and they're still registering? Like what needs reframing? Um, is it, do you have some adversity that you've put into a negative light? Like, uh, uh, Amy, no more wrist, uh, you know, can't really do a whole lot of uh, vinyasa anymore because bad dodgy wrists. So rather than, oh my God, you know, I, I'm a shit yogi. I'm never going to do Tidibhasana again in my life. I can do like one vinyasa and that's it. It's terrible. How can I teach into you know what, now that I have this, these injuries, I actually have a whole new understanding of what it's like for my students who have serious physical limitations. And I'm much better at modifying and I'm much more sensitive when I modify because I know that it's not just the anatomy, it's also uh, the self-worth that goes along with injury. I didn't have that before and now I do. So folks, I want to hear if you want to share, if you're on here live, for you to be the new you, and I'm not talking about like, I'm going to drop 20 kilos. I'm going to divorce my man. I'm going to, no, I'm talking about for you to actually consider yourself ready. Question number two for, for an amazing 2019. Question number two is what needs reframing? What thought, what thoughts 
what patterns, what self-belief, what belief about other people, what do you need to reconsider and change how you think about it in order for you to get the results that you're looking for. If you want to share, share. I'm going to take a quick sip of fizzy water. And some of these you may find will uh, overlap and that's okay. Um, I'm, I guess for me, I'm more interested in offering these to everybody as journaling opportunities or just as, as thought um, uh, starters rather than some kind of particularly linear process. If you're more of a linear person and you're getting frustrated because I'm making you a 3D model, things are interconnected. Um, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Use them as they as they are useful to you. All right. So mindset shift number three, or Maha question number three for you for just a crushing it year in business, um, is what do you need to adopt, or what do you need to start doing, believing, thinking, feeling? What's new for you? Is there, if you're working, like Catherine said, if you're working on, um, like, I'm not fit enough, what, not, this is not go get yourself an abdo machine or whatever, start lifting, like, I don't know, what do people lift when they don't have weights? You know, like DIY, I don't know, don't do that. Um, this is about what do I need to do internally to think about this differently? So um, it could be, I'm going to adopt a mindset of um, like fitness. How does a fit person feel? And I'm going to choose to feel like that. You know, we get to choose the emotions that we have. If you want to feel, I, um, earlier in the day, I was pissed off as hell. I don't know. Well, I was just raging. I was like on a carly rage. I'm sitting driving out of the car park and I'm just like on fire, so angry. <laughs> And I just like paused for a second and catch myself laughing because it was so ridiculous. Like I'm getting all angry and I'm angry that I'm angry and then I'm angry that I'm angry that I'm angry and I'm just a hot mess. And then I just went, oh, come on, eh? <laughs> Let's choose joy. Much better. You know, you could just decide to feel different actually. It's one of the coolest things about yoga. I'd take that one over like ripped abs or toned glutes any day, the fact that I can choose how I want to feel about anything, that's some superpowers. They're the cities right there. So what is it that you're going to adopt? What are you bringing in? How you think about things, what you feel about things, uh, uh, what you believe in, what you choose to, to conform with or not. What are you going to do new? What are you going to adopt? And I'll give you one more uh, chance if anybody would like to share. While I have you all here, Susan, I'm putting you on the spot. I just want to plant this seed. Um, I'm wondering if it would be all right to connect you with another one of my clients who also does outdoorsy yogury things. She's in the UK. I just thought that the two of you could talk about like the right types of snacks to share with people when you're on a trail or um, I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know because I don't know if I've ever done yoga like that. I should. 
That's great, says Susan. Okay, awesome. Some cross-continental forest yoga. We wanted to know, Susan, what you call it because Louise calls it woodland yoga, but you guys generally say woodland, right? And then we thought, well, it's kind of forest yoga, but forest yoga ain't forest yoga, unless it is. So, uh, ah, yes, yoga hike. So I think she might be like more ramble, but still, I'm going to connect you two. So good. See, folks, this is what happens when you're active in this community. Amy connects you with people. It's like, <laughs> it's like uh, arranged marriages. You kind of don't have a say in it. I, uh, yes, yoga in nature. Okay, that you have in common, Susan. Awesome. I'm going to connect you with Louise. Totally going to do that. Awesome. All right, folks, let me recap the Maha questions that I have for you. And like I said at the start, I really, really lovingly invite you to take time with these. Actually sit down and look at my knee hanging out there. Actually sit down and um, like noodle over them. If you're coming on retreat, noodle over them on the plane. Uh, if you're still having some hammock time, if you're in a, a, the hemisphere that's not frozen, have at it. Um, if you're curled up by the fire, I don't know, doing whatever you do, cinnamon something tea, whatever, I don't know. Uh, spend some time with these because like uh, Jody so beautifully said, if you always do what you've done, you'll always get what you've got. If you always are who you were, you'll always be who you were. See, Jody, I can't do it. I tried. doesn't work. We need to shift our state. We need to change our state so that we become the person who can create the new reality that we're looking for, i.e., your life and business in 2019. And without these reflective questions, you can't know what needs to give and change. I've got one more point. Oh, let me, let me check in with you all. Um, Catherine says, more ease and flow and trusting my intuition, celebrating more successes, positive self-talk and more self-love. Lots of reflection and conscious awareness. I would swipe whichever way you're supposed to swipe for yes if that was your profile, Catherine. If that was your yoga business profile, I'd be like, super like. Love it. Susan says, going to catch the rest of the podcast on the rebroadcast. That's a cool word. Thank you all. It's like having a preview for tomorrow. <laughs> Love it, Susan. Take care. Oh, I want to go take Susan's classes. Go hang out. Do Susan's classes at Yoga Tree in San Francisco, everybody. All right, so... One more piece on these three questions. Let me go there. What do you need to dissolve? What do you need to reframe? And what do you need to adopt? So you do the journaling. You come up with some, you know, insight, Shaktipat. Well, there it is. Got it. So, so what? You know, this is, that's all the Shakti work. That's all of the energetic work. But then so what? It, you lose it, right? Life happens. You get interrupted. You go back into your old patterns. You know, one of my teachers talks about neural pathways is actually that's what karma is. Conditioning, actually, that's what karma is. It's just our conditioning. And unless you sort of chop the wheels with something more manifest and concrete, you're just going to default to those old patterns. So a second piece here that, you know, take it away, journal on it. Don't overload yourselves. All, particularly all of you pitter people don't go at this too hard but one of the ways that you can start to actually uh, activate those new beliefs those new thought patterns is to take action differently so if what do you need to dissolve is um uh your, or let's say like what do, you, what do you need to reframe if the if the old belief was 
I'm so no good at technology. I just don't know what I'm doing. And I could never run a Facebook ad because I've just got no idea. Like if that's the story that you're telling yourself, the reframe gets to be, I am really excited about becoming masterful at Facebook ads. And I know that when I teach myself or when I get taught how to do it, it's going to be a great way for me to call new students into my classes, right? Now, at the start, when you're doing this, it'll feel cheesy and false, just like my coach saying, I'm awesome. I'll be like, you dickhead. But actually, promise you, if you stick with it, it will become more natural until it is the way that you are. That's powerful. So if that's the reframe, the action step might be, I don't know, get someone to show you how they do it. If you've got a masterminding buddy, if you're in Grow Your Yoga Business or Keep Growing Mastermind, get a hold of your masterminding buddy and ask them, hey, can we do a share screen and can you show me how you do this Facebook ad shenanigans because I'm committed to getting great at it. Or, you know, ask me for my course or uh, hit me up in my Facebook group and ask me there or take anyone else's training or do the free training that Facebook has, which is awesome, by the way, Facebook Blueprint, get it, awesome. Like that is an action step that will help you to uh, actualize that new way of thinking, that reframe. hope that makes sense. Um, that was just a little added extra for you folks. We are at time. If anybody who's here with me live, fabulous people, uh, has anything to ask or any other comments, go ahead and type them into the chat. I'm going to do a quick reminder, two very important public service announcements, folks. We are open for registrations for growing your yoga business. What is that? It is my six-month yoga business training program. It's got everything you need and nothing that you don't. Uh, it's made up of eight modules. Four of them are nuts and bolts. Build this. Do this. This is how you make that. This is what, like go get stuff done. And four modules of mindset, inner work, how you think about things, what you're feeling about things, boundaries, money mindset, um, visibility, showing up, feeling confident, uh, becoming more masterful as a teacher, authentic voice, all of those good things. Uh, it's video trainings, it's workbooks, it's live trainings with me. It's a very cool interactive community from people all over the world. People are already signing up right now. Why am I raving about it now? Because until the 20th of January, when you register, you'll also receive a three hour coaching bonus with me, which is a thousand dollars worth of value and a great way to really really get uh, the most out of the program because you get a little bit of private coaching along the way with the group program. Great deal. Um, now, I was trying to think of some kind of food combo deal that was sort of yoga related. I don't know. What do you think, folks? Uh, it's like chutney. <laughs> Everything's better. <laughs> I'm talking about like, you know, not the chutney that your nana makes with sultanas and celery, broad beans. Who knew? There's actually like, you know, mango, I'm talking about mango chutney. The other public service announcement is if you are coming to hang out with me for the day on the Abundant Yoga Teacher Immersions National Tour that kicks off on the 31st in Melbourne, Melbourne, Perth, Sydney, Canberra, Brisbane, please get your tickets ASAP. Um, Also because for the first time ever, we're doing like bring a friend for free. Um, and we would, I just want to know how many people and what not so that we're not like overloading stuff and we can still got time if people are bringing friends or not and all of that. It's like arranging the seating plan at a wedding 
I'm not doing it. That's a good thing because you'd all be sat next to the weird auntie. But we would like to know. So let me give you the URLs. G-O-I-B, three hours of Mango Chutney private coaching until the 20th of January is at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. And if you're coming to hang out with me on my national tour this year, yes, and get your tickets at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash yoga teacher immersions. Nailed it. Catherine says, thanks a lot. Love it. Oh, yeah. All right, folks, go spend some time with those questions. Get yourself signed up. If you were in Australia, I don't care. Like, get your, like, a tiger, get yourself to me. I need to, you know, get my hands on you and uh, get you jazzed about your business. Otherwise, folks, G-O-O-B, awesome. Head over to the sales page. Watch all of the videos of people raving about it and see their amazing results. Like, for real, people that do that program, they get results. Have a great rest of your week. Uh, uh, If you have any questions or you want to share anything with me from this podcast, I love getting messages on Instagram. Please uh, shoot me, like DM me on Insta if you have a follow-up or thoughts or insights or if you could be way more eloquent than I could, just like Jodie can, uh, at Amy Yoga Biz Coaches, me on Instagram. And if you are listening to this, on Apple Podcasts, or if you are watching it on my YouTube channel, be a love and subscribe. It's great for my business. Makes me feel not so lonely. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Another Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast. I hope you thought it was ace. I kind of did. Again, if you're looking to grow your yoga business this year, I lovingly invite you to check out my six-month group training program, Growing Your Yoga Biz. You can find it at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. Till next time.